welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, you know the drill by now. It's the Two Filthy Punch podcast. My name's Anthony Heffel, and alongside me is the man, the myth, legend, Alex Fenn. How you doing, Fenn? Oh, mate, I've still got an 80% UFC strike rate. How about that? How about That's that? Insane. That's insane. It's so good. You're so good at UFC. Um, I, I, I got a bit scared. I got close in the fifth round, and I was thinking, fucking hell, this is dragging on. But old Pereira started, managed to swing some fucking bombs at him, and it came in. <laughs> so now it's good. That was a great, great week. And um, we've got a special guest this week. Ivan Tony's looking for work. So um, he agreed to join the two filthy bonds podcast. Welcome, Ivan Tony. No. Did message him. He didn't want to join us. Apparently, he's got some shit going on. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, his CV looks good. He's a tip stuff. So, <laughs> oh, no, he's, he, he, he's. I think he's more frequency rather than quality. He seems to bet quite a bit. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> later on, but do you reckon he's like been whacking on over two point five goals on Indonesian football or something like that? Oh, it's not Ivan Tony. It's Ivan Tony. The way he's been betting. <laughs> Wait, isn't his name like? Uh, Ivan Benjamin Edward Tony. So his actual initials are I bet. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll come to him later. Um, so last weekend, great weekend on the UFC. NFL was a bit hit and miss. Uh, just about broke even on the NFL. But overall, if you'd have backed what we'd been backing, you'd have made overall profit again. And I think if, we, if we're if we right, that's seven out of eight weeks overall profit since we've been doing this. So those are some numbers. So, um, Merry Christmas to everyone. So we're, we're funding your Christmas. Uh, you're right, UFC boxing. Um, anything going on this week, Fem? You're the master at UFC and boxing. Not much. You've got Derek Lewis uh, in a fight, and his fights tend to not go more than two rounds. So I'm just waiting for the odds on that, and I'll post them on the Instagram. Um, but I'm just going to keep an eye. If that's, you know, even just slightly odds on, um, for it to not go past the first round, I'm going to back it. But we'll see. We'll wait for the odds to come out. And the fuck all in the boxing. Uh, we talked about it for our different pods um, in earlier episodes and stuff like that, but Eddie Earn ruined this year, the fucking prick, if I'm honest. So, yeah, it's Dillian White coming up in a couple of weeks, but we'll discuss that next week. But boxing, pretty shit. The, the only thing I wanted to bring to the pod this week was um, I started looking at the numbers that the zone are doing based on, like, Eddie Earn and shit like that, and K- KSI's doing more numbers than Canelo, which is... Yeah, we said this. Yeah. Insane, isn't we it? Said- a YouTuber. Wow. We, we spoke about it. It's going to be the future of boxing. Not like drastically, but celebrities and stuff like that. Like people that already have a following and a culture. They don't have to win audiences over. They don't have to win audiences over with boxing. They've got them. They've already got their audience. Yeah. They've got the boxing. All the community knows about them. And then they're just going to fight. Unreal. Yeah, all right. This case is well, a lot going on UFC and boxing this week. So we'll move on to football. Obviously, Premier League football's ended. Um, Forrester staying up. Yeah. We 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 found we found the solution. Newcastle are going to win the league. Forest are staying up, and West Ham are going down. West Ham um, could go down. West Ham could go down. <laughs> and I mean, I thought you were a fucking idiot thinking that, but looking, I just still don't think it will happen. Um, but yeah, it's not a bad show. If West Ham go down, I'm going to sample that podcast where you said I was a fucking retard or whatever you called me, and I'm going to play it on loop over and over again to prove that I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> if West Ham, if West Ham uh, get renegaded, I'll do three peaks naked. <laughs> That's a big shout! You heard it here first. Three peaks naked. Are you going to do it in the summer or the winter? Because you know you want to be a grower or a shower. That's <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's probably safer in the winter. You'll be able to post it. Then no, we'll see how. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a foggy day as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Glow Football uh, World Cup squad. Um, Ivan Tony's the and Callum Wilson is probably a good shout, actually. <laughs> anyone well, you no think? No surprises. Yeah, anyone yeah, not really. Huh? Uh, they took Tamori over Maguire. I definitely, yeah, AC Milan won the Premier League. Uh, sorry, he won the Serie A. And yeah. AC Milan are doing well in the Champions League. Maguire's not getting games. Tamori should have got it. Uh, I understand him bringing Maguire's only bad pick I think that he's brought in all honesty he brought Madison he brought Wilson he brought the people complain about Conor Gallagher and stuff but there's not too many different players I guess James Ward-Prowse would have been okay but he's not been on form yeah it's fine he was an alright lunch on it so end of the day it's 26 man squad how many of them are actually going to play you know what I mean we talk about who's in and who's out half these people aren't going to play are they let's be honest I, I, I think he's got 16 lads that are going to rotate and play. Yeah. I think depending if he starts trips, he'll be on the bench. You got trips like Grealish players like that. Um, Rashford, if he doesn't start, he'll probably come on. Henderson, um, you know when when we're in the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, Henderson, pass it sidewards. Henderson, fucking hell, he's painful. Um, DJ, have you um, have you been seeing all the footage in Qatar though? These fake fans they've hired. Have you been watching that? Yeah, well, I, uh, I've seen a couple of lads that are over there um, helping with like, policing and stuff like that. A few lads, mates I've got on Instagram. And uh, for the last week, they've been heavy on it. And I was thinking to myself, how are these fans? No, before this come out, they've just orchestrated like really, really well, like singing, dancing. It Portugal before the England one. And I was just watching it thinking, this is so weird. And then I've seen all the footage. <laughs> it's it has to be, doesn't no, it? But apparently, they get paid. They get paid ten dollars a day. They get three meals and accommodation for the whole of the World Cup. They just have to pretend to be the fans of the country they're allocated to. I'd have had a piece of that. <laughs> Although ten dollars a day, that wouldn't even get you a pint, would it? The free meals, though. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know what you're eating. Could be camel, woman, slave. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> Are you even looking Definitely. forward to this World Cup? Are you looking forward to this World Cup or not? That's shit. I'm not even bothered about the England game on Monday. I'm not even... Like, I'll, I'll, I'll see it in the background, but it's Monday, one o'clock, like during work time. Stuff. It's not even fun. Like, I think most people... It's going to be, I think, the least watched World Cup for England fans viewing on a broadcast in a long, 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 long time. And I can't I, see that many yeah. people being able to watch it. I agree, and even when it was in um, it was in Japan and Seoul, it was just at a weird time of day, so we got to watch it at a weird time of day. Even when it was like, we didn't qualify for America, but, you know, it, wherever it's been in the world, when it's been in Brazil, it's always been interesting, because you either go for a breakfast pint, or you're drinking at like two in the morning. This one's just not got that appeal. No, I, I, think, I think, obviously, the, the 2002 one, there was a elite world stars, and this World Cup doesn't have the same quality of players anymore. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think we'll get more excited as the tournament goes on. We get out of the group stage and batter Wales. I think, I think we'll get more excited at that point. But right now, just yeah, I just want it to start, and hopefully, I'll get into it. Um, we're gonna go. Um, let's not do Ronaldo yet. Let's let's hold off on that one. So we're gonna do top three based on the fact that Qatar World Cup started on Sunday. It will start on Sunday. Top three World Cup moments. Do you want to go first with your third World Cup moment? Yeah. It's it's only... I, I can't remember the exact team name, but have you seen the team that made it to the World Cup finals and they didn't know that they weren't allowed to kick the ball from a direct free kick? 
If not, we will show the footage. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so some African team, I can't remember which country it was at the time. Uh, I'll have to go back, but we'll show it on the ground. Um, didn't know that they weren't able to, that, like the referee was blowing for a direct free kick and he's trying to communicate, like it's direct free kick to the opposition. And they just continue to run and boot the ball constantly. Numerous playing book. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. It's heroic. And you just think for like a major uh, football tournament, and major tournaments have the best of the best. You've got a team that doesn't know the fucking rules. <laughs> to be fair, half the fucking VAR fucking referees don't know the rules either in the UK. So can't help anywhere else. <laughs> right. My number three, my top three moment, um, is actually a 1998. You might have even been alive for this one. It might have been one of the World Cups you actually watched. Um, the Michael Owen goal versus Argentina when we drew 2-2 and he ran pretty much the fucking length of the pitch and pinged it in the top corner. Not just that goal, but what a game. Batistuta scored. Alan Shearer scored. That was the game David Beckham kicked out of Simeone and got sent off and then we lost on penalties. But when you watch that game back, had everything a World Cup game should have. And, you know, cried myself to sleep that night. Not going to, you know, be ashamed to admit it. But, yeah, that was my number three World Cup moment. Michael Owen's goal against Argentina in 98. Yeah. I've I've gone for my second one, a bit of a bastard one. And I hate this. I hate it, but it's such bastard. Like, it's the biggest bastard move in football, I reckon. But do you remember when Dana played Uruguay? <laughs> I think it was the quarterfinals. Oh! Oh, and Flores fucking handballs the handballs it off the line. And then Asamari Yan. Do you remember he went to Sunderland? Asamari Yan. Yeah. Takes the penalty and hits it over the bar. And Flores yeah. is watching in a touchdown, like crying, dismantled. And then he's up cheering, laughing, screaming to his yeah. mate and all that lot. He's just a fucking little bastard. I was going to go fucking hand to God as another bastard one, but I thought we'd do enough in England. But that's why is one absolute bastard. Oh, I know. I did consider that one. As soon as you started talking, I was like, oh, it's such a good one. Such a good one. I think you might win this top three this week. Yeah, I think you might win this top three this week because my number two involves a country that really they don't even play competitive football in. Can you guess what I'm talking about? They don't play competitive football? No. The country no. that don't even, don't even play competitive football. Scotland, right? Scotland made the World Cup once, apparently, in uh, 1978. Now, a young man called Archie Gemmell, who went on to win the European Cup with Nottingham Forest, I might add, um, scored an absolute worldy goal against Holland. And Holland were total football back then. It was so good. And he basically took on the whole Dutch team and scored an absolute unbelievable goal. And actually, Scotland won a World Cup qualifying game 3-2. So... Scotland are, can actually play competitive football. And my number two is Archie Gemmell's goal, just because it holds a bit of nostalgia for me and my my club and everything like that in the Brian Clough era. So, yeah, Archie Gemmell, Scotland. So the best thing for me about... No, no, no. The best thing for me about World Cups is disappointment, humiliation, crying, tears, remembering those dead people who helped build the fucking stadium. And, you know, and I'm going back... To uh, one of the most recent World Cups of twenty uh, fourteen in Brazil. Yep, I need to remember the year twenty fourteen. And uh, yeah, Brazil, home nation, obviously, where um, protesting throughout the whole of the build up to the tournament, just around you know the number of workers that similar to what we've got in Qatar, um, all these people going missing, all these staffs and everything like that, and it tends to be the case in some of these countries in the building stadiums. 
But my fucking God, when Germany beat them, it was at 8-1. I need to remember. 7-1, 7-1. Seven, 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 and it was the last one. minute. Absolutely it, dismantled the fucking bastards. And all the Brazilian people just fucking crying their eyes out. Imagine being the own nation and watching your team lose 7-1. But it happened in England. They'd all be fucking stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany's good. Um, yeah, no, Brazil scored a last minute um, consolation goal as well. They got with 4 0 down at half time or something. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah. I love the fact we've gone two different ways on this. I've gone about goals and celebrations and epic games, and you've just gone about misery. <laughs> That's what I love about the World Cup. <laughs> misery. Tears. I only like Scouse tears and Scottish tears. I can't believe I picked a Scottish goal, actually. I'm disappointed in my top. I've lost this top three. I don't even know if she continue. Go on, what you got for number one? Ah, you've owned me this week. I'm, 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 I'm literally waving the white flag. Um, you get, you know, go on. Uh, do you know what's ironic? I'm waving the right flag. Let's talk about a country that's known for surrender. France. You know? oh, yeah, I know. They going. love the surrender. You know what I'm going to say? Zinedine Zidane, headbutt during Italy against Italy. In the no, 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 no. I, I, I think that's a great moment, but it's everyone's great moment. There's a bit yeah, like you yeah. can't pick it. Because it's, it's so the fact, good, no, it's but... the fact that he scored a penalty to get them 1-0 up and it was in extra time, was it 110 or something like that, halfway for extra time, head-butted the Italian player because he didn't sort of his mother or his sister or something yeah, like that. Yeah, mum, yeah. Love that moment. But um, no, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to you this week. I think, you know, hands down, fair play, that top three. Misery brings us joy. And I think we should always remember that. <laughs> Just this for the night. Sorry, carry on. I need to stop with <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching this um, Italian 90 documentary about like no. all the hooligans and stuff like that. Oh, tune into that. It's really good. It talks about the Heisel disaster and how then all England fans got banned from going to Europe. And obviously it wasn't Liverpool's fault they killed all those Juventus fans. No. Of course it wasn't. Um, but moving on, anyway, let's, let's not get into that. We haven't, we haven't brought up Pinos this week. We're doing quite well. Should we uh, move on to best and worst? Because they keep yeah, a bit go. of a football theme, I think. So, yeah, keep me yeah. with yours. By worst, I, I just guess that's the point. I haven't totally funny as fuck in it, but he's, he's probably going to get suspended for a bit. No one's really going to care. It's just worse because he could have got an England World Cup call up. And yeah, a bit of a shit one for him, but he'll be back. Uh, I think better, better than ever. I just, I just want to know what he's bet on. I don't care that he's bet. Have you not read the reports? Have you not read the No, what's, what's he been betting so, on? That, bear, bear, bear in mind, he was in the fourth division at this point when he was betting. He was gambling on like, overseas games, over 2.5 goals and, that, and stuff like that. Um, I think one one of his bets returned like £131. So it's nothing to be like a baller about. He bet them all in the fourth division. They come from years ago. And it's it's a known thing to the Brentford fans. He had been done on, on an investigation a couple of years ago. Um, when he was a younger lad as well, and have just brought it all back up, and um, because I think people have resurfaced it back to the FA once you got the England call up, which yeah, stick them up. The thing is, yeah, because he was Newcastle player, and he went off to Peterborough, didn't he? Northampton, he went around the lower leagues and stuff. I don't know when he was at Peterborough because yeah. I don't live down the road for it. Yeah, um, was that your worst then? I was going to thought that was my best. Yeah, it's not too bad for this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my worst for this week is Ronaldo. I just think, what a fucking self centered prick. <laughs> just made it all about him because he can't get in a team that's got McTominay and Fred in it. That's <laughs> pretty bad. He's my worst of the week. What's your best then? Well, I'm going to talk about the best, and it's you know I I it's a bit of a different one. So you know anyone that we've said today, but it's a bit of a uh, you know I like transparency and I like open honest conversations. And if you're bigger 
than the fucking football club that you're at. Cristiano Ronaldo, baby. That's right. Fuck your worst moment. It is the best moment. Fuck Manchester United. Cristiano Ronaldo, this is fact. This is fact for everyone fucking listening. Cristiano Ronaldo is bigger than Manchester United. Now, fuck off. You're the same as Liverpool fans. Cristiano Ronaldo, bigger than Man United. Get over it. I did like the fact when they asked him if Wayne Rooney was jealous of him and he turned around and was like, yeah, but look at me. <laughs> look, 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 look at this. Thank you, Wayne Rooney. Uh, it's true, though, isn't it? It is. I mean, Gary <laughs> Neville can't keep his mouth, so I had to give a half-hour interview to Dave Aaron Alec. But I, Gary Neville, if there's a point in, in time where he can just fucking get shot and die, you know, and slagging off the Qatar World Cup and all this stuff, then going over to be, um, you know, to commentate for being sport and stuff like that. He's just a fucking joke. He's a little bitch. He's Ronaldo's bitch. None of them but players it, would have been known if it weren't for Ronaldo. And Ga- Gary Neville, let's go to Gary Neville. He is the biggest hypocrite in football. Yeah, you can't do this, but I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to talk out about it while I'm on cut. Fuck off. Gary Neville, he wants to be a politician. That's all he wants to be. And there's only one politician we all fucking care and want to listen to, and that's Matt Hancock. Yeah? Matt Hancock <laughs> is the best politician in the world. Fucking love the guy. Even with a kangaroo Are you watching it? Are you watching I'm it? I'm not watching it. I'm not oh. watching it all. I just, I've loved the man before he went in there. I thought he was a fucking legend. So, yeah. oh, that ukulele, the ukulele. I think we should share that to the ground. The ukulele thing. That's the ukulele seen ukulele on breakfast TV. Yeah. yeah. Or when he stalks out. The best is when he's in parliament and he sits down like he's in Toy Story. <laughs> just collapsing <laughs> for the chair. You just know it was him in the cabinet just getting on it. Michael Gove probably bringing in the special treats and things like that. And just daring each other to do shit. Uh, you know that happened. Oh, I love the man. What a legend. Right. My um, best performance of the week. And the reason I brought this up is because we've never covered it. Have you seen in the, is it the British Open or something like that? And snooker that's going on right now. This bloke who potted the black. Have you seen it? No. He, sm- he tries to put the black in the corner pocket like they always do. Smacks it. It bounces out, rolls down the top of the table on the cushion, on the cushion, and it goes into the center pocket. No the way! Yeah, yeah. I'll put it. Does that count? Does go. that count? Yeah, it counts. It's a legal shot. It happened last <laughs> night or today or something like that. It's incredible. And literally, I saw it ten minutes before we came on to record, and I was like, oh, "It's the best thing I've seen this week." So I'll put it on Instagram anyway. Um, how, how much you've been liking the Ivan Tony Instagram story? So that's so. Good. Oh, it's amazing! Incredible. The in between as well. I fucking love it. <laughs> a house full of. Put- <laughs> right. Let's get into the NFL. Mm. Last week, uh, Shaquan Barkley made us more money. Every time he seemed to bet on Shaquan Barkley, he seems to deliver. Um, can you believe the Colts won a game at half time? Got it. Yeah, but that, what's that? After the 11th streak? I think they got nine. That would have been a 10th. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So Col- the Colts won a game last time, which that was going to come to an end at some point, but that's nine weeks on the trot last landed. <laughs> um, and just to cover NFL last week, there was probably, might be the greatest game of all time happened last week. Um, don't you if you remember, do you remember week one on the pod when I talked about uh, my fantasy? I remember. And I said, yeah. Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins and Jefferson... Just keep an eye out for them too. They're going to do something special. Now, Bills with Vikings. I'm just going to try. I'm just for all people that don't understand the NFL. I'm going to try and simplify this as much as possible, just to say how insane this game was. Going into the fourth quarter of the game, the Bills were beating the Vikings 27-17. That's like a touchdown on a field goal. So that's two score game. With two minutes to go, they're 27-23 up. 
Yep. So the Vikings have to get a touchdown. They have to get a touchdown. They're, they're fourth down and they've got a mile to go, like 25 yards, something like that. So Kirk Cousins got to launch the ball with two minutes to go. He launches it. Jefferson catches it like he always does. And so they're right on the goal line with 43 seconds to go to score a touchdown. So all they've literally got to do is wind the clock down, get over the goal line. Kirk Cousins drops the ball and the Bills pick it up. So therefore, it's a turnover on 43 seconds. All the Bills have to do now to win the game is stop the ball and then um, Josh Allen just needs to put his knee down and that's game over. Now, snapping the ball in that situation is like pass the parcel for a fucking three-year-old. They literally just got to hand it from one player to the next and put his knee down. Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the NFL, dropped it. The Vikings picked up the fumble, scored a touchdown. So now... They've got 42 seconds to get down the other pitch, the other end of the pitch, and score a field goal. Bills did it. They scored a field goal, so it went to overtime. In overtime, the Vikings score a field goal. Bills get all the way down the other end, so they can either go for the win on a touchdown mm -hmm. or go for the field goal to level the game and it goes to a tie. Josh Allen throws an interception, Vikings win. That was all in the space <laughs> of two minutes. Honestly. That's incredible. The most insane game. I've ever seen in my life, and the Vikings, I'm going to call it out now, Vikings are going to be there or thereabouts in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you now, what a game. So, so, so we have a call, so we see it goes to Fermi. So you want to go Vikings? Yep, yep. I'll go it Bills. Depends, because Vi Vikings, it depends which division you're in. Because Vikings okay. will have to play the Eagles. Remember that. Yeah. yeah, 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 and Eagles are favoured at the moment, yeah? Yeah. Well, Eagles so or Bills. Let's have a Let's have a sweepstake. Just between me and you, I'll have Bills. you got Vikings. Okay. Vikings, I, I, and I tell you yeah. what, if well, I let's see against Fairness, let's see against Fairness. If I if Vikings win the Super Bowl, right? Again, let's go back to Pod One when I called it. If West Ham go down and Vikings win the Super Bowl, Jesus Christ, you're doing Ben Nevis naked. Ah, yeah. Well, as long as Lucas win the Premier League, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you do it. You do it with a zebra cock and black and white. <laughs> just paint it up. Right, anyways, I'll just, I'll just give you some NFL tips for the weekend after uh, summarising that incredible game. Gonna go, um, gonna keep going with the Shaquan Barkley train. Giants playing the Lions this week. Lions, the worst defence in the league. Giants, one of the best rushing backs in the league, Shaquan Barkley. So, back in for a touchdown, back in for his overs on the rushing yards. And I do think this will be a high-scoring game. Obviously, this is Thursday. The props will come out tomorrow, so I'm just waiting on the money line. So, we'll put it on Instagram. But again, I'll probably do a little bet builder of Shaquan Barkley rushing yards and overs on the points for the game. Probably will have something for the Vikings-Cowboys, which is the 9.30 game on Sunday night, because that's, again, going to be a great game. Cowboys are one of the divisional favourites as well. So I'll probably have some tips on that. It's going to it's all hotting up now in the NFL. And plus, we've got um, Thanksgiving games coming up as well, a couple of in, in next week as well. So I'll try and Cowboys always play Thanksgiving. So I'll have some tips coming out for that. Right. I think that brings us nicely on to two filthy punts. Have you you haven't given us a tip this week, have you, Mr. Fenner? Yeah, you, I'm going, yeah, I'm going uh, tomorrow on the darts as a double. I want Gerwin Price and Michael Smith. Um, but I'll share that across. It's a double. Um, just a one and a half. It's a good price. And then I'm going England under one handicap. People, yes, it's six to five odds. I, I think it's good odds. I think Iran are probably going to score. And England should get a couple. People writing it on England off in this group stage, I'm not really buying it, to be honest. I think they're better than all three teams. They might fuck up against Wales because, you know, the, the passion of Wales. 
But England ain't ridiculously bad. They're just not been playing at elite level. Let's be honest. I think they got the group winning all three games. And I think Monday to get win by two goals against Iran. Yeah, uh, I love it. Six to five under one. Nice. Okay. And mine's going to be all about Shaquan Barkley this weekend. And I'll put them all up on Twitter for the, on, on Instagram. We're going to focus on Instagram now. Yeah. Just for everyone listening at home, followers on Instagram. We're going to keep pumping the tips on there. And so I'm going to have two bets, actually. My first bet is obviously Shaquan Barkley. And I'm going to put a football tip out there. I'm calling it now. Qatar are going to beat Ecuador in the opening game. And they're paying about eight to one, seven to one on it. Because there's no way that Qatari government have not bribed Ecuador. Calling it. Calling it now. I don't even know the odds. Have you seen the odds? Ecuador. No, no, no. It's uh, They've got half a Brazilian squad, Qatar, as well, haven't they? Yeah, but if if Qatar pay enough money, they're winning that game. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm I'm just looking it up now. Here we go. Oh, I can't get it. Yeah, I think it's about six or seven. We'll post it. Let's post it. Let's post it. Six. I I reckon Qatar beat Ecuador just because they're going to be bribed. Yeah, no true. way in hell it's not. A couple of VAR penalties would be great, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Right. We've been to two filthy puns. It's been a short one this week, but again, no UFC or boxing. We'll be back next week. Bigger, stronger, better than ever. We've got White Franklin next week, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And World Franklin, Cup to discuss. And some yeah. World Cup to discuss. So World Cup. Cool. Yeah. World Cup fever. Right. Been a pleasure. Um, any closing remarks from you, Mr. All good. Let's win some money, bitches. Yeah.